Hello everyone and welcome back. This is The Caring Effect and I am your host, Tania Long. We are here today for episode 10 um, called The Holiday Shuffle. But before we get into that, a little bit about the podcast before we get into this episode is that um, The Caring Effect is a podcast that kind of just highlights and shares my experience of being a caregiver to my dad. Um who did have Alzheimer's and I was his primary caregiver for about 18 months until he was um, able to be placed into a facility. So um, listening to this is just based on a lot of things from my experience and um, my ups and downs, ins and outs. Um, I'm not a medical um, healthcare professional or um, a licensed mental health professional, um, but I do speak a lot of encouraging mental health and I do always share some of my favorite ways to find it. But again, this is just me. Um, I'm 100% um, speaking on my experience of my journey of being a caregiver. And yeah, so that's what you can expect out of this. Um, If this is your first time joining us, welcome. If um, you have been with us since episode one and we are now at episode 10, Um, Welcome back and thanks for coming. Um, So I wanted to jump in quickly with um, this episode I called Holiday Shuffle. Um, As if you're listening to this, the first time that this aired, it is um, October, October the 13th of 2022. We are getting closer to... You know, holiday times, if we're in any stores um, right now, you go and you see pretty much all the way through the end of the year. We might as well say Merry Christmas. Um, You see Halloween. um, You see Thanksgiving. You see the sales and everything preparing. You see Christmas trees up in some of the stores. So, yes, pretty much once you get past back to school, the the holidays are, are there. Um, so you don't really, I guess, need a particular time per se to mourn or miss your family member or loved one that's gone, but the holidays, um, really do seem to spark it. And I, I know for me it does. And speaking with other, excuse me, other, um, people who have lost loved ones and things like that, the holidays are always a little tough because if you think about holidays, um, or for us, it usually means getting together with your family, spending time, for some people taking vacations all together. Somehow it, in, it includes being with the ones that you love. So when you have um, family members that are missing this year go round, and of course, they'll be missing for the years to come, it definitely can put you kind of in like um, a funk. Um so I just wanted to talk about um, different ways of getting through, um, learning and understanding things about yourself and um, how to deal. People says that um, what's one of the common things that time heals all wounds or it gets better as time goes on. Um, I'm not sure if it gets better. The pain that I felt on the day that I found out my dad passed, I still feel that pain. I'm just able to um, deal with it and bear it a little differently and able to contain 
not hide them, but contain them in a way that um, on that day in 2020, I was not able to. Um, But the hurt is still the same. The void will um, never be filled. Uh, So I, I, for me, again, um, I think the, the hurt stays the same. You just deal with the hurt in a different way. Um, so thinking of how, honestly, holidays have always been a shuffle for me. When I was younger, um, I always, I didn't realize it at the time, but I would get anxious around holidays. Um, as I got older, it was still just something about the holidays. Um, I didn't really realize what it was until, um, as I got much older, I think I was definitely dating my now husband and um, just shifting through some things and trying to understand why I would kind of be grumpy in a way around the holidays. And I just felt like it was always um, an obligation. Um, Now, this is a whole nother topic, but I feel that uh, well, I now know what my anxiety or anxiousness was around the holidays was because I knew that as a child, I knew it was some things that we did every year. And I knew that every year as it approached, it was kind of like an obligation that I knew um, it was something I was going to have to do. And I didn't enjoy um, being around um some family members were not always warm and welcoming. Um, let's be honest, all family don't love you the same. Um, and I'll speak from my experience wholeheartedly, but if you share the sentiment, then I mean, you know where I am. Um, all family don't love you the same. All of them don't feel welcoming and and make your uh, visit and your time around them um, enjoyable. So that's kind of what I went through during some parts of um, childhood. So I knew as the holidays came, it was kind of like my obligation to do all over again. Um, And I didn't realize that until much later, I would say probably now that I'm thinking about it it was after um, I was married because I realized I had my my daughter. Um, And, you know, trying to find that happy and not so anxious feeling for the holidays because, you know, I want my daughter to have some love about the holidays and all of those things and feel that that happy time. But when I thought about it, I I never felt that around the holidays. So I kind of had to create that. Um, With all of that being said, (laughs) um, as... I tried to be a little bit more intentional when my dad got sick. Um, Thanksgiving kind of became my holiday. Um, As I knew, what was that? In 2016, my grandmother um, passed away. My mom's mom passed away. Um, We were close. And then um, during Thanksgiving, she, if she wasn't at my mom's, Um, I was on the phone with her making sure that I knew how many eggs I needed for my sweet potato pie. Um, You know, what else should I add to my greens if I feel like it's missing something? Um, What cake should I make? 
you know, what flower, all of these things, you know, kind of a conversation for her. So, um, in 2016, she passed away in August of 2016. So that Thanksgiving was pretty tough. I kind of wanted to lay in bed all day. Um, but I got up and I still made my pies because I mean, (laughs) my family still had to eat. Um, so I made my pies and all those things. So from that point forward, it kind of became like my thing, like my holiday. Um, I would prepare to cook. I kind of would write out my own menu and all of those things. And um, if you weren't um, present during the podcast, mm, kind of close to the beginning of the podcast, like episode one or two, um, you knew that um, we were back. My family was back staying with my parents to help take care of my dad um, at this time. So... Uh, once my dad was able to go into a facility, uh, my family, we moved um, out and we were in a house of our own, not far from my mom, but we were in our own space again. Um, and somehow it just it just kept being that it was my holiday and I kind of stepped into it. I was excited about it. I was I was happy about it. And I, I was excited about feeling that feeling because. Um, more than half of my life, I did not feel that about the holidays. I mean, and you should really see how I feel about the holidays now. It's really over the top. And those who knew me way back when, when I wouldn't start playing Christmas music until like Christmas Eve, like all of those things, um, I've done like a 180. (laughs) Um, so in... Uh, I believe it was 2019. Um, we were in our place. Um, my dad was at a facility at the time where we could like go pick him up, um, kind of hang out with him for the day and take him back. Um, you know, within time when they're preparing them to get ready for bed and things like that. Um, we didn't keep him out like overnight, but we were able to, you know, take him out, do some things and then take him back. Um, so this particular Thanksgiving, it was at my home. Um, you know, I told everybody like, hey, I'm cooking, come. And when I say everybody, I'm selective. Um, so it was me, my mom, my daughter, um, my husband, and my two brothers. This has almost never happened in um, I don't know how many years. Uh, my brothers and I are 10 and 12 years apart. Um, their kids are... Um, older than my kids. So I was still the one, well, at that time it was just, I just had my daughter. Um, so my kid was younger. Um, you know, everybody was living their, um, various schedules and, you know, living their lives. And it was, um, not common for us all to be in the same place at the same time. Usually it's like my mom, my dad and me and my husband, or then one brother comes and I might be leaving and we, we always kind of miss each other. But we were all together and my um, oldest brother had went to get my dad and brought him to my house. Um, my brother arrived with my dad. Um, and I will say if you are able to do this, um, prepare yourself and those that will be there for... However, your loved one may come into the door, Um, especially if 
well, I mean, if they stand with you, period, but especially if they had kind of been away for a while and, um, you know, away like in their facility and this is them um, coming back into a space. Um, at this time, my dad had not been to my um, my new home at that time. He had not been there. Um, so I wasn't sure what his reaction was going to be or how it was going to be that um and I don't know, we kind of just went into it unknowingly. We didn't really talk about it or prepare anything. And, you know, maybe that, that may work. But um, one of him, when he walked in, he was excited to see my husband. I could tell he knew his face was possibly familiar. He didn't know why. He didn't remember his name. But he just was like, hey, you know, like excitement in his voice. He was really excited to see him. Um, and... Since he had gone to the facility, um, my husband had not seen him in a little bit of time at this point. So um, he kind of remembered, you know, like, this is somebody I'm excited to see. He didn't remember his name. I'm not sure if he remembered that, you know, he was my husband, but he knew it was somebody he wanted to see. And he was, you know, pleasantly surprised to see him. Um, he saw some of us um it was a family member in particular that he did not remember um and i'm sure that was extremely uh, extremely hurtful for them you know to keep because he was kind of set on it like oh when is such and such comment and this and it's like you know he's sitting right here and um, and sometimes, and then we kind of have a mixture of, um, ways to handle it. So sometimes people want to jump into, oh no, correct them, correct them. Um, no, that's not who you're talking to. That's not who you're talking about. No, you mean this. Um, and honestly, um, in that setting that, that wasn't where I was, um, I kind of just was like, Oh, okay, and kind of like start talking about something else, and he went into another story, so I kind of tried to stay in that other story with him wherever he was. Um, and the other story, I'm not sure who he was talking about, but I just jumped into his reality in that moment with him. Um, I tried not to linger on um, him not knowing the other family member, I tried to take the attention off of it instead of versus correcting him, and then that could have kind of burst into something totally, you know, totally different. I went so far left. Um, so I just tried to just be in the moment, jump into his reality sometimes. And sometimes it's just easier to do that, um, to just meet them where they are, you know, because to them it is very real. Um, and trying to correct them, um, sometimes it doesn't always go that way. You know, if they aren't harming, you know, physically themselves or someone else, um, you can kind of just go with it, you know, and just let them be that. So I would say, so that is something to kind of, I guess, prepare or not, um, how you want to flow with that again. But, um, as I talked about in a few podcasts, just having a plan. And again, I know not everything will be able to go to plan. Um, but just 
having the conversations and having the understanding between the family members or the support team, it kind of will help make things a little easier if you guys are somewhat on the same page or just understand where each other are coming from before you get in the heat or in the thick of um, a situation and everybody's emotions are on 10 and all of those things it can it's a lot of confusion there so that's just something um so and that was actually um the last uh thanksgiving because he passed away in august of 2020 so um i am a firm believer that everything happens for a reason um and i do think that it was meant um for us all to be there, to have the experience that we had, um, and just have that time together. Um, and I think I said this as well. Um, I think sometimes you just have to do what you need to do to get through. Um, I think the holidays can become exciting and sad because you can, um, find some joy. A lot of people um, are able to find joy in the moments or create a new um, tradition or routine to honor them all the time in your holidays. Um, find something that works for you. I don't think it's a right or wrong in how you do it. Um, but I think not doing anything as far as acknowledging your feelings um, doesn't help you per se. Um, and while you still have the time, take pictures and it's, you know, it's, um, even if you feel like it is for selfish reasons right now, um, I feel like when I was taking the pictures, I did, um, I guess if you kind of want to say it for selfish reasons to be able to have those moments and have pictures of those moments, like, yeah, there are times, um, that you will, I did have a friend of mine who, a family member of them passed and she kept saying, I, I couldn't even, I couldn't picture her face. I couldn't remember, you know, what her face looked like to me. And that was so, you know, heartbreaking for her. Um, so I wanted to say, you know, I, I have these pictures and, um, I can think about these moments. And even when I looked at, um, one of the pictures that I posted the other day, I went to my photos and, if you have um, iPhone, I'm not sure what Samsung does. I I have nothing Samsung or Android, whatever you want to call it. Um, you're able to tap on the picture and see, you know, the date that you took it, the timestamp and all of those things. So I was able to recall, okay, this was this year and I, you know, that was this day to kind of help me along for those moments. So even if you just take it for, because at one point, one point of time, like as of right now, it's all that I have, you know, I'm not able to create any more memories or am able to be with me in any of these moments. But I can say that I have so many to look back on to be able to recall those memories for me when, you know, a time that I'm not able to remember, I still will have that picture that I can hang on the wall or I can blow up and put on my wall or have a screensaver of my phone. Um, I do have that. Um, that back to that Thanksgiving. Um, after that, my brother took him after dinner and everything. Um, and he just kept eating all the pound cake <laughs> One of his favorite hobbies during that time was definitely to eat. Um, he was eating all the pound cake. Um, 
And then he finally, um, it was getting late. So my brother was like, you know, cause at that time I, we weren't that, I wasn't living that close to the facility that he was in at the time. So my brother was like, he was going to get him back home. Um, and the anxiety instantly set in. Um, my mother went home, everybody. I was cleaning up the kitchen, preparing to get ready. And my mother calls the phone. Um, if you've ever dealt, um, and I'm honestly not sure, um, when or how I get this anxious feeling off of me, but during that time, uh, when my dad was in a place, whenever my mom called me, I thought that this is the call. I, I thought every time the phone rang that it was the one. Something was wrong. Um, this was the day. I, I thought it every time. Or I knew something was wrong. So even my mother would just call now. I mean, me and my mother will talk five times a day <laughs> at least. So um, anytime she will literally be calling to say, hey, what you doing? Or did you catch this? Let me tell you what happened on my soaps, you know, for that. But me seeing the phone ring, I would, my stomach would drop. I would have this horrible feeling in my stomach. Um, so that night I got a phone call and um, the place that he was at, um, they, I don't remember the stupid reason at that time, but they called the police on him because he wanted to lay down or something like that. And they wanted to go in the room and get something out of his closet, like his pajamas. And I'm like, okay, well, ma'am, is it possible that, you know, he can just sleep? He's probably tired. He's been out all day with my brother. Can he just sleep in the clothes that he has on right now? You know, somebody can possibly, you know, they shower in the morning. Maybe he can do the routine then. Is it something? And I know that, you know, anybody that's listening to it is possibly... Um, working in a facility and say, you know, this thing doesn't work. I understand that. But I'm just trying to find a reason that we know that Alzheimer's go through this thing. I don't know why um, as a black man who is already losing his mind um, that we have to call police um, in this time. You know, he just wanted her out of the room and he just wanted to lay down. Um, I don't I don't understand. And it, it it's frustrating because so many of these facilities don't um, have the proper training um, to know how to deal with um, these patients. Uh, that's a story. And that is a whole other topic that I can dig deeper into. Um, but yeah, Um the police was called on him. My mother was able to talk to the police and all this other stuff. It was a whole thing, but it was absolutely annoying for that day. But I I am um, grateful that we were able to spend the time that we did have um, for Thanksgiving. Um, so in closing, I will say um, the holiday shuffle, I'm sure, will shuffle your feelings and your emotions 
all around. Um, some tips that I can say is possibly um, adding a therapy session. If you are already on a schedule, you know, maybe add an additional one around, you know, as it gets closer to the holidays. Um, schedule a new time that may work. Um, take a walk. Um, add in some best friend time, some cousin time, some sister time, some girlfriend time, uh, whatever you need to just spend time with those that you care just to boost your energy again. If you just need some couch time, do that. Um, do whatever you can to make the most and the best of your moment. I'm not sure what, excuse me, um, policies look like at facilities because you know I haven't been in contact or needing or honestly wanting to go back to a facility at this time um so I'm not sure what the policies are looking like and if they allow people to come in if they allow you to take them out what that looks like at all um so that I'm not sure of but whatever it is just try to make the most and the best of your moments and do what you need for you to do to fill your cup up you know, um, this is going into my third, um, Christmas without my dad and, um, the hurt still feels there. The void is still there. Um, so if you are new to navigating this again, just do what you need to do to, um, make it through. And find your happy. Um, if that is honoring them with a part of what you do now for Christmas dinner or how you do Friendsgiving or Thanksgiving, whatever the case may be. If you want to just add a special moment in there and how you move forward and start this, um, you know, new journey of your life. Um, find that way that it helps, that it helps you and that you're still able to honor and think of your loved one on that time. Um you won't always be sad. You you know, you won't always be happy. You'll be in between. Um, but again, I always say just take it and feel all the things that you're feeling. Um, get you a therapist, a nice journal, a cozy blanket, and try to endure your time. Um, I think I'll go um, find some. Um, I, I honestly like looking at... Um, pictures and finding more pictures. So I think I'm going to look over the weekend and stuff through some of my pictures and see what I have. Um, I did get, um, a special, um, ornament for him, um, that I put on my tree, um, every year for my dad. So maybe if something like that, um, can work for you, just do, you know, whatever you need to do. If you want to chat or have any additional resources or tips, um, you can DM me. I'm on Instagram at The Caring Effect. Or for something, some files or additional resources, you can always email me at thecaringeffect at gmail.com. Um, again, this closes out episode 10. I am just healing my heart while caring for yours. I'm Tania Long, your host, and I'm out. Peace.